Yeah, that's a good him. Oh, yeah, that was not a good throw. Mm. Wow. Oh, he's in trouble. Man, my fantasy season is going to be interesting. Uh, I don't know why they fell in the game, honestly. Like, Oof. you're not going to win this game in the last two minutes here. And you have control for Herbert to get even more injured than he already is. Take this man out of the fucking game. Keep him healthy. For oh, shit. Okay, maybe they will. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're ahead of me. Calm down. Oh, my God. That's a catch. Um, man, you're definitely risking a lot on one game right now. <clears throat> Very early in the season. I mean... Has Drew Smith is around yet? Oh, said he got caught up in paperwork yesterday, some crap. Paperwork? Paperwork. 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 Fucking paperwork. Drew's an idiot. Bullshit. Drew, you lazy son of a bitch. Lying ass mother. Fucking. Slacker. Oh man. Back to back. Another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. Why? Because it's bets picks time. Hopefully you all enjoyed uh, David and I's little argument about the Cowboys and David being a giant-ass troll. Fucking clown. And Jason Hill, who I ended up dropping, was going to make a big fucking stink about how he, you know, can't be counted as a tight end in the AFFL. Well, it's just, like, quite simple. I run a league so that you're, like, actually managing a football team. Not putting a guy in a position so that he can get more money for his salary. I don't give a fuck about that. God. Stupid. And anybody who fucking lists Taysom Hill in a fucking tight end position is a moron. You're an idiot. Just learn. Learn how to designate players in fantasy football, you fucking idiots. God. Ah, you think you had to drop him that quickly, but that's cool. I'm down. It's a silly business. I mean, it seemed like he was going in that direction anyway, so like, why I was not just like, get happened. someone sooner rather than later to replace him? You never know. You could have hung on to him for a little bit. So, right now we're watching the Thursday Night Football game, folks. Uh, Justin yeah. Herbert. Justin Herbert, uh, definitely injured. Uh, he is fighting through it. His ribs are certainly fucked. Fourth and goal, minute 18 left in the game. And the Chargers yeah, touchdown. Yeah. That is a Chargers uh, touchdown, kids. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we, they got to go for, presumably the point after at this point. And uh, they'll be down by three uh, with just over a minute left in the game. Uh, we'll see what happens here. Yeah, this is absolutely bananas. I uh, can't believe that I just threw a touchdown pass with some broken ribs. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, he actually comes down with. But anyway, while this is happening, David, have you prepared the breakdown for the picks and et cetera about what happened last week? Yes, oh I am fully God. prepared. Good. Three, two, one, go. 
can't even make that up, kids. Oh man, we're full of sound, uh, sound errors. Dude, that was purposely by accident. I couldn't tell. Totally by accident because the mixer is like way out of reach now. <laughs> I haven't done it right beside me, but well, it's pretty funny. I mean, it's great timing. Yeah. How did we do last week? Uh, you did quite a bit better than I did. <clears throat> so, your weekly record was five and six, giving me a point four five five. Weekly and now season record since it's only been one week. Well, three weekly and season record is the same for just this first week. Uh, that brings you actually up a little bit in your all time record to 76 and 109, a 0.411 record. Uh, I was not quite as good last week. I was four and nine in my weekly picks, giving me a 308 record for the week and 0.22 season. All time that brings me down a little bit to 79 and 102, or a 0.436 average for my all time records. I'm still beating you by our all time records, but you definitely had a much better week one season than I did. Uh, by you know, oh, you are you are not every single week dragging our all time record into this. We'll talk about this at the end of the season again. That's disappointing how we did last year. Let's start off fresh. Yeah, well, you know, <clears throat> I was thinking about this, and I really, I don't know, because most, you know, experts don't really hold themselves accountable the way we do with these records and averages and all that stuff. So I don't know how we do match up to these so-called experts. I feel like we might be better than them, actually, because this is, you know, you got to put percentages in context. Like, in one context, if this was, like, a batting average for, like, an MLB player, that's Hall of Fame right there. Like, Wow. You know, you're over a point four. You know, on the other hand, if we were like airplane pilots, right, and that was our chance of landing safely, you know, you probably wouldn't get on that plane. So, I th- I think probably somewhere between that. You know, I don't think we're Hall of Fame prognosticators. I think we're I definitely experts. I think, you, I think you can get on this plane though. I think we're experts. Somebody reached out to me today at work and said, so since I'm an expert at fantasy football, because they now follow our podcast, so I think we're an expert. I also have been learning my expertise, although only one person at work knows about this podcast so far. And uh, I there's a work league where there's now a email thread going on where I'm just CC'd on it. And the person who ran the league talked about like the number one overall player for this past week, which you know, I know is Justin Jefferson uh in this league and so for justin jefferson he mentioned how justin jefferson was on the baltimore ravens by mistake so i i like literally went into the email like and i like emailed like reply all of the, like this email thread um and basically made a Minnesota joke i was like uh you know as, as much as i'm sure you know baltimore ravens would love to have justin jefferson that's a place for the minnesota vikings don't you know i see what you did there Mr. Minnesota. Yeah, one. And I included a gif of him doing his uh, dancey hate, the gritty. Well, I appreciate your breakdown of your work, Chats, but let's talk uh, Let's talk about our potential. Uh, our potential well, do you want to know what specific picks were? I can break down that as well. Yeah, sure, go ahead. 
So we have picked <clears throat> the top three or the top uh, three people to be the top one uh, in each position. And we each got a couple of them, right? Uh, so I had picked um, Mahomes, Hurts, and Brady for quarterback. You picked Jackson, Hurts, and Cousins for quarterback. It was Mahomes, so I won that one. You lost that one. Uh, then neither of us got the running back. Uh, it was Barkley. I picked Henry, Cook, and Kamara. Uh, you had picked Kamara, Henry, and Taylor. Uh, suddenly, that's got that one. In terms of wide receivers, you got this one. I didn't. I picked Devo, Pittman, and Evans. You picked Jefferson, Pittman, and Evans. It was Jefferson, uh, much to your benefit. Uh, then, in terms of friends, we both got this one with our first pick, which was Kelsey. So that was a mutual win. Then I did not get either my defense or kicker picks right. I had one of your fucking kickers Colts. got injured. Yes, yeah, true. Uh, in all fairness, uh, but Saints, Saints, and Colts. I had picked my defenses. Steelers were actually the number two uh, fantasy player in like overall, uh, like behind I think Mahomes uh, as number one overall, and uh, Josh Allen number three overall last week for the AFL based on the scoring for defenses in this league. So I see what you mean about how defenses make a real difference in the AFL. Given how you use the scoring, uh, because yeah, Steelers with those five, you know, um, turnovers that they forced against the Bungles in this case, yeah, they had a ridiculous number of points last week. So even without AFL scoring, if you happen to have started the Steelers last week, good on you. Uh, I didn't see that one coming against the Bengals, and then yeah, Colby Sicker got injured last week, but Tucker, Bucker, and Maher, it was Young Ho Koo. Uh, then we uh, were both actually off on both our star and sleep of the week. So my star of the week was Derek Henry. I said 150 plus yards and two plus touchdowns. Didn't happen. Sleep of the week, I said Baker Mayfield would be a top 12 uh, QB in week one in fantasy. He was 15th, so not way off, but I didn't hit that either, unfortunately. Uh, your star of the week was Tyreek Hill, two plus touchdowns, one plus yards. He did not get that. And you were hoping for Damian Pierce with two-plus touchdowns and 100-plus yards, and that didn't happen either. Then, in terms of the games that we picked, uh, we had picked uh, the Cardinals and Chiefs game. I had foolishly picked Cardinals plus 6.5 with the Chiefs and lost that. You picked the Chiefs, of course, and won that one. Uh, so, you know, keeping rational there helped the other just kind of try and pull you honestly to take the Cardinals. And it didn't pan out, obviously, for me. Uh, we both had picked the Panthers uh, minus one and a half over the Browns, and that was a surprise, as we talked about in our last episode. Uh, so we both lost that. Um, I had picked Patriots plus three and a half over Miami and lost that. Uh, you had picked Miami in that game. Uh, so you won that one. Um, in terms of the Vikings-Packers game, um, for some reason, the Vikings were plus one and a half, so we both picked up over the Packers, and we both won that one. Also won and, lots of real money on that game. <clears throat> yeah, that was the only one. That was an easy one. Super easy. Uh, yeah, seriously. And then uh, in terms of the primetime game, Bucks were minus 2.5 uh, 
against the Cowboys. I picked Bucks. You picked Cowboys. Bucks obviously won by uh, probably a larger margin. Not like you know, what was that thirteen point margin or ten point margin? I forget what it was. Uh, but some double digit margin. So, uh, yeah, I won that one. You lost that one. And uh, no, our season long picks came to fruition in week one, which is to be expected. So that brings us to the record again. I was four and nine this past week, and Corey was five and six. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, no, respectable, I think. I mean, you bought it much better than I did. Yeah, well, you know, that's to be expected. Um, now is it pick time? Yeah, let's do it. Still not Drew's rant. Unbelievable. Cleveland Browns minus six and a half. Um... What's wrong with the games and then go to players? I'm very confused. Uh, no, no, no. Cleveland minus six and a half. New York Jets. Uh, 42 over under. If you're into that type of thing. I am uh, I'm a little bit confused at this line. I am not sure why. The, is, is New York just that bad or did Cleveland really fool everybody last week? Or what in the fuck is going on with this? This is a very confusing one for me. Browns be a bad team, barely. So like, yeah, I I don't understand that line. I just don't see it being more than a three point game either way. Uh, I'm as much as I don't believe in my Jets. I think they gotta cover that. So I'm taking Jets plus six and a half against those Browns. I love it. I have trapped you, Cleveland. I'm taking Cleveland minus six and a half. I just don't know how they're gonna score points. The Jets. Uh, Cleveland's defense isn't as good as I thought they were for sure, but. It's Joe Flacco, and he's garbage. So, yeah, I mean, it's possible. We'll definitely, see. definitely take an under on the forty-two. Uh, that oh yeah, got to yeah. take under. Sure. Tampa Bay on the road, divisional matchup. I love this one. Minus two and a half for Tampa Bay. Forty-four and a half is the over/under. I think that's fucking bananas for the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns at forty-two, and then yeah. Tampa Bay and New Orleans are only two and a half points more. That is an over sandwich. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I'm this is probably the hardest one we're picking this week. I think in my mind, I am gonna edge for Tampa Bay. Minus two and a half over New Orleans. You know, I think they could def- I mean, it's going to be probably a field goal either way. I think it's going to be a big, you know, um, margin of victory, whichever way it goes. And I think New Orleans could easily win this or could easily lose this bet. But, yeah, I'm going to say Tampa Bay wins by a field goal more. Not much more if they do, though. New Orleans has owned Tampa Bay, Brady, usually. Uh, it's been a very interesting matchup between the two. So I'm taking New Orleans plus two and a half at home. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like the way James Winston is managing the games and all of his receivers are healthy. Tom Brady is old and his receivers are not healthy. So I am going to go with the kid, Mr. Uh, Irrelevant for a lot of people. 
Mr. Jameis Winston. Uh, I'm going to be uh, batting, batting on the New Orleans Saints this week. Mm. Yeah, you're probably right, but yeah, I like that we're opposed anyway. So I like the three point call, though. I'm definitely going to be putting that in my three point one. This is a constant three point. Oh game yeah, time. easily. I mean, yeah, this is going to be one that's probably going to go down to a field goal at the end of the game. Hopefully, even, even with the injuries on the Buccaneers, I just think Tom Brady's going to will it to be a close game. But either way, I mean, you could easily go New Orleans way. All right, then we said what Rams fail clowns. Rams and the fail clowns. Los Angeles Rams are minus 10 favorites at home to the Atlanta fail clowns. And the over-under is the highest so far, 46 and a half. Mm. I think the fail clowns are poop. And the Rams are Super Bowl, defensive Super Bowl champions and are coming off of a home opener loss to start the season. And they're absolutely going to bounce back. So I'm gonna take the Rams minus ten against the Fail Clowns. It's big. It's a big, you know, spread. But uh, I mean, I just I think Rams could easily win this by twenty plus. Probably. I think this might be dirt, like just ugly, ugly game. I mean, Rams fans are hoping it's an ugly game. My gut yeah. is telling me to take the Rams, but I'm gonna take the Fail Clowns just to go on the other side. There's okay. a definite possibility that Mariota manages the game pretty well and throws a ton to Kyle Pitts. And uh, some guy who we haven't talked about this year really that much yet, except to slam him, but Cordell Patterson uh, possibly could have a decent game here as well. So I'm going to go and give a shot to Atlanta in the plus 10. It's just a lot of points. And uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm not convinced of the minus 10. I think I do think the Fail Clowns are put up some points. I think I'm gonna put up a lot more points. And I think it's gonna be over for sure, even with it being the highest under over. I could see that. Definitely see that. Next one on the docket is the Arizona Cardinals facing off versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Minus five and a half favorites at home, Las Vegas Raiders. Over-unders, 51-and-a-half. I kind of like the over on that one. But uh, minus five-and-a-half Raiders. Uh, which way are you going there, Silverberg? Which way are you going? I'm uh, just going Raiders over Cardinals. I definitely have taken the Raiders for sure. And the points, minus five-and-a-half. Uh, Arizona is Garbaggio. And yeah. I think that... Uh, Devontae Adams is going to have uh, quite the day. Quite the day. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win this, but this might be a three-point game as well. So I'm actually going to take the Cardinals to cover the spread at least. Uh, so I'm going to take Cardinals plus five and a half over the Raiders. Of course. I think Raiders might win this one by three. I don't know. I don't know who the Cardinals are going to throw to. They've got no receivers over there, and their passing game was just horrendous last week. They'll figure it out. I don't know. We just run it, and no one will be able to tackle him because he's so short. Oh, God. Just run between everyone's legs, you know? Last game is the most ridiculous one on the docket by a mile. I picked this one because I just can't believe it. I don't know if I empty out my bank account on this game because I'm yeah, super yeah, I don't understand like 
why I think they get the most disrespect. Yeah, this is fucking bananas. Philadelphia Eagles are favorite by two points at home to the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, how, how did the how how did the team that just beat the Detroit Lions barely favorited at home to a team that just ran a fucking slaughterhouse? I I yeah. Uh, what over under fifty and a half over? Uh, what? Why are the Eagles? Fa- Fuck you, Mike. Your starters. Um, and this is the second week in a row now that the Vikings are the underdogs for no clear reason. Like this is a very good offense minus Kirk Cousins. Like, and all Kirk Cousins has to do is just not be terrible. Like, if he's even remotely decent, then this is gonna be a really good team. And I know, you know, Drew's big Vikings fan calls him the garbage bum, you know, but like Well, David, because he is a garbage bum. A garbage bum. But literally with his the offense around him, all he has to do is just not fuck up. Like that's how good the players around him are. But that's been Kirk Cousins' job for three years. David, three years. That's been Kirk Cousins' job for three years. He has not been able to do that. So, yeah. you know, don't mind the skepticism from some Vikings fans, but they look really good this year. So, yeah. I hear I totally agree with you, but like, why hasn't he been able to do it? Is is it really that much of a difference with the? Co- is it really that much of a difference with the coach? Really? You, you never know. I mean, we'll we'll see this week this year certainly. I mean. You know, maybe last week was just a, you know, fluke with the Vikings being so good and so dominant. Um, But, yeah, I think that Vikings should win this game. What about you? Oh, 100%. Especially yeah. an underdog. I mean, plus two. Man, it'd be drunk right. not to take them. Drunk not to take them. So, I'm definitely putting real Benjamins on that one as well. Like, that's just... I just don't even... So this is actually the only one that we agree on. The other four we were opposed on, which is nice. So we'll get uh, some separation there. Excellent. And then we can go to players for actual fantasy. Oh, boy. I have some repeats from last week, but it's matchup-based, so it's just going to be like that. Um, well, I, I have one or two here or there. I definitely have uh, some different picks in here, though, so I'm interested to see uh, see where it's going. You want to start with your quarterbacks? Yeah, Absolutely. Um, so the first one I'm going to take is pretty obvious, and I'm going to take two guys that you just absolutely hate. Uh, I am going to go with Josh Allen against Tennessee Titans. I mean, Josh Allen was number two quarterback last week. You know, he could be number one any given week. He was drafted as the top quarterback in most leagues. I think that's just a kind of obvious pick most weeks, and we couldn't have picked him last week because he was a 39 game. The other two sort of obvious picks for this week, who I'm actually glad, you know, were the 39 games. I would have probably considered them if they weren't, was Mahomes and Herbert, but they played at this point now that we're picking. Uh, so I'm actually going to go with the person who, for my second one, the next person on that direction list, uh, for week two, which is Kyler Murray against those Raiders. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'll run it. I don't know if I'll throw it. But I think he will put up some fancy points, even if he loses the game. And then yeah, I know there's some injuries around this guy. But I do think this will be a very high scoring game, and I think this guy is going to destroy people, even if they're just random, like you know, running guys. You know, exclude Jones uh, having 
resurgence, right? Uh, Tom Brady is potentially, again, I'm going to pick as a number one possibility at quarterback. Who you got? We agree on one of them. Allen, I'm guessing. And not the one that you're going to guess. Really? Not Allen? My first pick this week, obviously. I mean, come on now. I absolutely must go back to the well in a way. But I mean, <sighs> Lamar Jackson. Mm. You, you've got to do better this week, right? Like, it's only Miami. So, mm-hmm. you know, you got the potential to kind of go off here. But I like that matchup. Okay. I really do. The next one is Joe Burrow. Oh, I hope you were about that. Because who knows? There's no way that they can be that bad two games in a row. It's mainly the thing. And uh, my Cowboys uh, defensive line, I don't really see them putting pressure too much on this uh, Cincinnati Bengals offense, in theory, with the matchups. So... Burrow yeah. shouldn't be sacked 1,500 million times, so it looks good for him. So that means the third one that I agree on is a possible for Tom Brady because the New Orleans State's defense can potentially put up really bad stinkers. And when they yeah. they don't just play, like, mediocrely bad, it's usually really bad. So, and also in the event, I mean, they could still lose, but it could be a shootout, and Brady just puts up stupid amount of points because of that. And I think that's... I think it could be like 45-42 either way. I'm not sure who's going to have the 45 and who's going to have the 42, but it's be something absurd like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, Brady, Burrow, Lamar, they seem to have the three best matchups this week. Yeah. Like, it, I don't care if Evans and Godwin are both out. Like, Brady will find other people to throw to. Like, yeah, he'll put up points. That's the only thing I'm worried about is the receiving core just not being alive at all. So yeah. I really think, though, like it's a coin flip between Tom Brady and Derek Carr this week in a way, though, to go off. So that's kind of where I was at. And I was either Brady yeah. or Derek Carr because the Arizona defense is absolutely horrendous, like New Orleans as well. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, for my running backs... I'm going to go strong with the star from last year and the guy who was number two running back last week, Jonathan Taylor. I agree. Well, he's going against the Jaguars. Yeah, you're taking him too. Oh, the Jags are just a fucking like, paper mache, yeah. man. Like, I, th- I think this is an easy one. He could easily be, I mean, probably one any given week, but it's certainly against the Jaguars. I think he's a really good shot. If Carson Wentz was still the quarterback of the Colts, I would have taken him as a possible number one quarterback this week. Yeah. But Matt Ryan, yeah, just like, like, sorry, but no. Yeah, then last week, Saquon Barkley was number one running back. Probably won't do it two weeks in a row, but honestly, he's facing this god-awful Carolina Panthers. And I think if he's going to have two weeks in a row this whole season where he's, you know, number one running back in uh, fantasy. I think it'll be these first two weeks, and then, you know, he'll fall off later in the season or uh, maybe get injured at some point or something. So I'm going to take Barkley here and see if maybe he can go back-to-back. Uh, so, and spoiler, he's going to be actually my star of the week. We'll talk about what stats I think he's going to have a little bit, but we'll come back to him. And then the other guy I'm going to choose had a really, really 
just lousy week one. It was all about a passing game on his team. But I think there this is seems to get a little bit more back to the running game, get a little more of a balanced offense week two. Uh, in the Monday night game that we picked, I think Dalvin Cook's going to have a bounce back week two against the Eagles. Has a shot at being the number one RB this week in fantasy, uh, especially if the Vikings get up early. Uh, you know, they might get him uh, the ball more later on in the game. We'll see. You know, the garbage time. I might get laughed out of the house, but that's fine. I don't really care. I am taking Cam Akers this week to potentially be a number one running back. Uh, What? The Atlanta Falcons' run defense is absolutely terrible. I mean, name name one person in their front that is is who who is there, who actually plays an Atlanta defense. Exactly. So Cam Akers gets the ball, runs the track meet, and potentially be the number one running back along with Jonathan Taylor. And the other one is seriously a coin flip because both of these run defenses are also serious garbage. I actually initially have C-Mac written down here with a slash of Saquon because just both of their rush defenses are, I wouldn't be surprised if either of them would be the number one back. I actually consider Caffrey this week, yeah. So, yeah, those... I'm going to stick with C-Mac because fuck Saquon Barkley, but I do have that bracket literally written down on my paper because, you know. That's yeah, that's fair. I, I actually basically had consider those two for that slot, slot pretty much. And so if I took Joe Burrow, I mean, he's got to be throwing to somebody. So Jamar Chase is going to be a definite pick for me this week. And I Yeah, I had him in yeah. my uh, second one for Obviously. me personally. And uh, DJ Moore. I like the man DJ Moore. I don't know who's going to cover him on your team. Not a clue. If you uh, would care to inform me, I'm sure the rest of the world would like to know because we don't know anything about your fucking stupid team because the Giants suck. And it's Judy time. Denver is playing Houston. I was so close to pulling out my balls deep move and sticking to my hard and fast rule of not starting anybody on a Thursday night, and I almost benched Mahomes. I was so close to benching Mahomes, which looked pretty good in the first half there. He bounced back for me, but we'll see how it turns out. And I, my goodness, I was so close as David knows, and lots of my friends know, I hate playing people on Thursday, and I bench everybody on Thursday. never play them. So that was a very, very, very tough decision for this guy. I know it probably wasn't for a lot of people, but I thought for several hours about that one today. And, uh, went with Mahomes. Went with Mahomes. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, Judy, Chase, DJ Moore, who you got? So... On my list, I told you I have Chase. Mine could be a, you pick a couple sleepers there. Mine could be a little bit more obvious. Uh, first, I actually had uh, Cooper Cup going against those Phil Clowns. I mean, yeah, I think, I mean, you said that somehow he could be the beneficiary of that. Nah. Cooper Cup, though, who the fuck is going to stop him on the Phil Clowns? I mean, I think he's going to be just dominant against them and have a really nice start. Then again, I said Jamar Chase is the second one. 
for my third one, the guy who had a good game, but you know, is very consistent from week to week. We discussed that last season. I think he's gonna just absolutely have his first incredible game on his new team. Tyreek the Freak, the Cheetah Hill, is gonna go off against the Baltimore Ravens and uh, just be absolutely dominant this week. So I think basically the selling you thought you going to have last week, you'll have this week. Uh, want me to do tight ends now, or do you want to do tight ends first? Yeah. And obviously Kelsey is kind of the obvious pick most people he played already, so we can't pick him. And it actually worked out because he didn't have a great game, surprisingly. Yeah, um, but I will pick Andrews again because uh, he's sort of the other main star right now. Uh, I think that Waller might have a really good game against the Cardinals. And then my somewhat of a sleeper pick, just because he had a god-awful week one, I think Dawson Knox comes back and has a you know bounce-back game week two against the Titans. I mean, he's got one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the league. Uh, he's had a discussion with Josh Allen. Uh, throwing to him. So I think any given week, Dawson Knox might get one or two touchdowns. And this might be one of those weeks where he just happens to get two. So I think that's a little bit of a lower pick that besides, you know, Anderson Waller, who you might expect to be number one. Yeah, I'm all over the Waller wagon. Uh, I don't okay. really know who's going to stop him on the Cardinals. That seems a little bit interesting for sure. Uh, the other obvious pick for me seems to be TJ Hawkincocks versus the Washington football team. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Hawkincocks is nuts. Uh, see what I did there? And my sort of sleeper on there, but I'm pretty positive he's got a chance to go off. If anyone's going to go off, is Robert Tanyan for the Green Bay Packers. Mm, I have a feeling that he will run some uh, run some yards and have some catches versus those uh, Chicago Bears. Very possible. I mean, he's definitely one of the guys that, you know, Rogers trusts more than you know, the set of rookie receivers that he's got right now. Being he's played with Tanyan for at least one season. Yeah. There's some rapport there and some timing. And, you know. All right. In terms of star and sleeper, I already mentioned my star, Barkley. I think he is going to just go off. I'm going to say 200 or more total purpose yards. So running, rushing, and receiving combined. Uh, he'll top 200. I don't know what the combination like, how much of each exactly. But I'm going to say 200 combined between rushing and receiving and uh, two plus total touchdowns between rushing and receiving. Again, I don't know. There might be two rushing, maybe one of each. We'll see. Uh, my sleeper, I am going to go with a guy I am starting actually in three of my four leagues. And that is the rookie for the failed clowns. Even though the failed clowns are going to lose by a lot, they'll put up the points. And I think at least one of those touchdowns is 100 of yards with eight receptions is going to come from Drake London this week. That's right. Drake London is going to arrive this week in the NFL against the Rams. And I hope they put Jalen Ramsey on him so he can put up this performance that I'm saying he's going to put up. 
because we've all, we've at this point covered that Jalen Ramsey is crap and completely overrated as a cornerback. Oh boy, you have love for that guy, and I really don't know why. We will see. We will see. I hope I'm right, but we'll see if I'm wrong in the finish next week. One of the studs this week for sure. Uh, how the fuck is Derek Carr going to get touchdowns, kids? Because Devontae Adams, 120 yards and two for Devontae Adams. He's my stud of the week because uh, that's just not a sleeper pick. That's just not a sleeper pick. This one is a sleeper pick, though, kids. Mm-hmm. If y'all been paying attention over at the Indianapolis Colts, uh, Michael Pittman is injured. He did not practice again. On Thursday, Thursday, do not practices are usually not a good thing for people on the weekend. So my sleeper pick this week is for Paris Campbell to go also for 120 yards and one touchdown because he's not Devonta Adams. But the simple fact, even still, if this guy plays uh, 120 and one will be one hell of a day for him. So. Paris Campbell, keep your eyes open, folks. If Michael Pittman is a definite no-go, and uh, if you have a little bit of space on your roster now, like I did, uh, drop him. Pick up uh, Paris Campbell, because he's literally the number two receiver over there in Indy anyway, so it might be a good thing. The volume is there. But uh, Michael Pittman Jr., injured, quad injury, has not practiced all week long. Get ready for Paris Campbell for 120-1. and that's my sleeper pick. I think that's a that is a a snoring dead ass asleep like a bear sleeper right there. So for context, um, Paris Campbell right now, if you look at the flex rankings on given the AFL scoring, uh, Paris Campbell is ranked one twenty and projected with seven point five points, and that would be three and a three and a half, so basically three or four receptions for about 41, 42 yards. And basically, throw a chance to receive a touchdown. So that's a nice sleeper pick right there. I think they came up right. Drake London for context is 93rd in flex ranking, so a little bit higher, but still quite low. He's tricked to have about 4.2 receptions. Love it. Excellent. Uh, about 50 receiving yards, and again, a third of a chance to receive a touchdown with eight and a, 8.8 of uh, projected points in our league. Uh, so I think it's pretty much going to double that. I like these picks. Yeah, I think they're good. I don't think those are good to see your picks, so we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, those are our picks for this week. We'll see if we are right. We'll see if we are wrong. We'll see if you want to get on this plane with us. Is there a 50% chance that we're going to be right and a 50% chance that we will be wrong? Is that safe to say, David Silverberg? I wish we could say that, but we usually slightly into that, so... Just, you know, historically with our all-time records. Can't believe we won't say our all-time records all every week, but we will see our weekly in-season records yeah, every week. About that. I can't believe you bring up the all-time records already early in the beginning of the year. And insane. then we'll bring up our all-time records at the end of the season, I guess. Yeah, that sounds a little bit better. Holy, holy, holy smokes. It's a work in progress. It always is. Kids, it's a fucked up fantasy football podcast. If you think it's going to be all polished and finished, well, you're at the wrong fucking place. That's for goddamn sure. I uh, am terrified to hear what has happened to Justin Herbert. 
I mean, good thing those other leagues are rando leagues and they really don't mean anything, but it looks like I'm good. I cannot believe I got Herbert and Prescott in one of those leagues. Are we fucking kidding me with that shit? Holy fuck. I took Prescott as a joke. The same thing that I did in our league, I did in another league. Took Prescott and immediately went into chat and said Prescott was on the trade block. That fucking failed. Yeah. Def definitely broken ribs. Definitely looks like broken ribs. Four to six weeks. Maybe a couple weeks. Come back with a vest. Not going to be good. Keenan Allen already gone. Oh, boy. Yeah. It would be bad for the Chargers, for sure. How do you feel about your chances this week, David? In terms of, like, the Giants and the Jets? Everything. Yeah. Well, I think the Giants actually might go uh, two and zero because I think the Cardinals are just garbage. Are they? I mean, the Necro. Panthers is gar garbage. I think Carolina C A R and that's the Cardinals. Um, Panthers are absolute garbage. So I think Giants actually might start two and zero, which would be a pleasant surprise. Uh, the Jets, well, yeah. I don't know. I have a strange feeling that this week is going to be a little bit lower scoring than what the projections are, and it might be a little bit funky for folks. There's always that second or third week where it's drastically lower than the first couple of weeks or first week, so we'll see if it happens right away. But I think that's going to fuck up the week for some people. Yeah, I mean, we will see. All right, folks. Good luck to you all in your bets, picks, and fantasy matchups, unless you're playing me or David. Goodbye, everybody.